0: so we have I, trying to break this down into how to share this there's things we've done in the past that's all good stuff we learned from that we're blessed by that there's stuff that's going on in the present right that's good stuff and there's stuff in the future now i want you to look to your neighbor and say the present or the future has you It's god's calling you into the present Into the future god's calling you now nobody's looking at me or looking at each other you're looking at me like i'm not gonna do it no i'm not because that would be a commitment and i'm so just relax okay if your neighbor is really like uptight right now just reach over and give their halo a half turn just loosen it for them okay this morning's already i kind of came to not be on stage and here i am so loosen your halo and let's go with God. All right? Let's do that. All right? That'd be kind of good. Uh, so let's talk about some past things. Uh, in in the this is community church, and the church is a lot larger than community church. I love the body of Christ, but some things, and I couldn't capture them all, but there's a lot of things that have gone over here on uh, through this body of believers. There were for over six years we did a children's festival that had in some some seasons over two, three thousand. We did backpacks, we did, and we set up in the flats, and a lot of people don't know where the flats are, but huge huge carnival took our name off of everything it was all about god and we gave away food and we gave away all kinds of things and that was a beautiful expression here there's a lot of things that have happened along the way with local ministries we've had made seven different and i lost count i maybe alberto will correct me if you he were here but we did over seven mission trips to his hometown where he grew up Santa Margarita uh through Acuna Del Rio and Acuna and on down the Morrison family who came off the mission field recently were missionaries in Asia and we've sent over time over 19 short-term missionaries through this body because some of us are new enough to go well I know one or two we we've sent 19 to the mission field some longer than others so thinking of people who have been on the mission field now, please hear this These people are not done, but this is just kind of helping me s- s- Separate all this out. So we have with us. We've been praying for her over the last few years This is nicole welch. I'm looking for her. Where's she up. There she is And uh, we're gonna call her up And ask her to uh, just share some things. Now we have some questions just to help. It was supposed to be tables and an interview, and we decided that I decided this would be more like this. So, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. It's so good to be here with you guys this morning. And um, I actually, not only have I been gone for two years, but I was also one of the short term missionaries that you guys sent. Yes. So, community church has a special um, place in my heart because um, the first. Um, time I went to Portugal was through this church for a six week mission trip and I ended up going for two years. That's
0: awesome. And before that she was on a mission field called Children's. Yes. And you, students weren't you Yes. Bit, or anyway, I so, was over
1: here in kids yeah. church. No, yes. no, that's was
0: so good. So uh, when you think of this last few years, of course in the United States we haven't had any pandemics or anything but we've heard overseas <laughs> that there was a little stuff, stuff going on over there too. You're away from family, you're for Jesus, but there's some reality. Tell us how you got through that.
1: Yes. So um, my term, although no, I don't think anybody's term goes the way that they think it's going to go, That's true. but in our situation, it definitely didn't go any way we thought it was going to go. So when I first um, accepted the job to go to Portugal, I was going to be working on college campuses with college students and Um, starting small groups, um, working with a local church plant to start a young adult ministry. And when we landed on the field, we were so excited. We were going to English, uh, sorry, not English, Portuguese class and learning the language and visiting college campuses. And it was so amazing for about four months. And um, during that time, it was very, we kind of did half ministry and half uh, language learning, which language learning was to help our ministry But a week after we finished our language and that whole other half, um, half opened up, we said, yes, we finally can just now use our entire week to go and just reach these college students. A week after that happened was whenever we went into our first lockdown in Portugal. And we were in a three month lockdown And we couldn't leave our house unless we were going to the grocery store, um, which we only did once a week usually. um, You could exercise, but uh, it depended sometimes. Um, And then um, if you had a medical emergency, you could leave. So for the most part, we went from being very, very heavy on the ground to being in our homes. And probably like many of you, we thought, ah, two weeks, it's fine. It's fine. After two weeks, it's all going to be over. It's going to be great. Um, And then we found out very quickly it wasn't just going to be over. And so during that time, we couldn't meet as a church. We couldn't do anything. We were locked in our apartments. And so we we could have just sat there and said, well, we're here. We're not going to do anything else. But— Unlike other people who had to be sent home because of what happened with COVID and because of visas, we were very lucky that we um, were allowed to stay in our country, and we knew that God was not going to waste anything and that God was going to use us during this time, and so we started doing things online, and we started— Filming our church service and posting it online on Facebook, we started doing daily encouragements with our local partners to um, have them be engaged with sharing the gospel. Just by videoing themselves or videoing their kids reading a Bible story, um, we we made um, evangelism. Um, Videos with things like the three circles and the language, and we were using Facebook ads to put it out there. And through that, um, we even had someone in our community come to know Christ. And so, like, the Lord knew. The Lord knew that we needed to keep working. Um, We ended up having a three-month lockdown. We had the summer. We call it our freedom summer because we were free. Um, And then after the fall and after Christmas, we went into a second three-month lockdown. So in total. And during that time, the church— Even though we may have been out of lockdown, there were times that the church still couldn't meet because of spatial uh, regulations, so many people per space and things like that. Um, So in total, about a quarter of my term was spent in lockdown. But the Lord still worked through it, and he still, I mean, people were still hearing the gospel and were coming to know Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. So, yay, that's right. So if you were to think about, I know when we go on mission field most of the time we're going to for others but I'm sure the Lord uh, worked on you a little bit along the way so what what were the things you saw and you don't have to share everything but how did he move in you through you for others you've already shared uh, some things but anything specific that would be a nugget or two
1: yeah yeah so what's really great about here in Oklahoma is that we have such a great support system and you're surrounded by people who think the way you do. You're surrounded by people who believe you're going to, like churches like this that are so supportive and just so amazing to be a part of. And when you leave that circle of family and friends and your church family, um, what the Lord does is he really breaks all of your barriers down. He strips your identity. So when I moved overseas, really after the honeymoon period. Um, Which that ended with COVID coming. (laughs) Um, Really, um, what I felt was that my identity was stripped. But it was amazing because he got to build me up in him, even stronger, to be more dependent on him. And so one thing I learned is that dependence on him is not just, okay, I think I'll do it. But it's necessity. It's something we have to do. And you think you're dependent until you're thrown into a situation like that where it's like, oh, all I have is like four other teammates and um, some national partners, and it's us, and we had to depend on God to be able to continue the ministry in midst of all of these unexpected things, especially with um, regulations changing every two weeks. You know, we had to be very quick on our feet, but one thing that I remember always hearing and always saying to my team was that God does not waste anything, and even though we're here and we're kind of on a standstill, he wouldn't have sent us here to waste it. So if God's not going to waste anything, I'm not going to waste anything. And it's just really given me a different look on being dependent on him and making the most of every single circumstance.
0: That's awesome, awesome, awesome. Does that sound, is there any last word for the body of Christ here, and there's many watching online, that you would say, what you based on what you've learned, leaving the U.S., being on the mission field, that we we can apply in our own lives
1: yeah and it's just like you said every single one of you is a missionary and i love that list that we just looked at that's so true all of those things i just want to encourage you to say you never know where the lord's going to bring somebody into your life to minister to you like someone could literally be under your nose and before i just want to leave you with one story um During the end of our second lockdown, I ended up doing an English conversation workshop with the community online. I had no idea what the Lord was gonna do with it. I just know that he was leading uh, me to do it. And so I said, okay, let's put this all together and do it. The first Saturday of my second session, um, this girl logged on a little bit early and I started talking to her and come to find out, oh, hey, we live in the same area. Oh, no, 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 we live on the same street no we live in the same apartment oh she lives right underneath my apartment during the covid pandemic she moved in and we didn't know because we were in our apartment so she moved in underneath us and we just haven't been able to see her or at least when we saw her we didn't know she was living there Um, and when she came up and had tea with us and we were able to share the gospel with her she came to our easter service at our church Um, and so i just want to encourage you guys you never know someone could literally be under your nose under your feet and that's a huge ministry opportunity for you. So just take all of those opportunities because the Lord placed you where you are for a specific reason. He placed you in that class, on that work floor, in that restaurant, in that drive through It can be any place. He put that specific person at Walmart who you're checking out with in the hopes that you could share love with them that day. So that's what I would leave you guys with to encourage you guys.
0: Thank you for sharing. All right. Thank you guys. Right. Good job. You know, it's always good to even look in our own lives and say see what God has done. What he has done in the past. You know, there many times we're so focused on the present or what we're planning for the future, uh, but God says, "Hey, look back and see where I've been with you already. Look look back at where I've moved or look at where people have been on the mission field and be encouraged by that." Amen. So let's talk about present, and this is, there's a lot going on. Again, the body of Christ is much larger, the works of God is much larger than community church, but there's a lot going on here, and I just wanted to kind of, you know, blaze through some bullet points. And basically, we have a person that just shared, Nicole, you know, he, she was from kind of past. We got some present and we got some future things coming. Are you ready? All right. So here we go. Our benevolence ministry that helps people that whether it's in the church or in our community. We love educators. We love all kinds of educators. Homeschool, private school. We love those that are administrators. We have a neighborhood outpost and workplace ministries that are that are that are uh, growing and becoming here in fall break there's actually a, a high school football feed and it's not just to feed it's to to encounter and to bring uh, things of that nature Sam Curry who you have heard here off and on over the past three years we call him a resident missionary he has Barnabas Ministries and we support that Rusty Vineyard actually has ministries he a ministry that goes out and does a lot of cowboy church does a lot of uh, work whether it be Remington Park kind of behind the scenes and, and so we pray and cover him the Dollar Bill Club you've heard a lot about the Dollar Bill club we talk about that every week well when you put that dollar in these are the current and they could be changing as we go here are five great ministries that are local that lift the name of jesus up and we you support them through that dollar bill i just kind of giving you you see how we're going fast okay just covering if you want to know anything or additional information on any of these you can go to the website or talk to one of the staff we have a homeschool group we've had multiple homeschool groups that use our campus and we partner not to oversee or control but to support and come alongside guthrie minister alliance which has a lot of uh impact if uh, through that organization or that gathering of of, uh pastors Uh, general daniel's thanksgiving meal which has kind of been on hold because of covid over the last year or two but we help serve on thanksgiving day a meal we help link arms with others get in international do you see all the list And on and on and on and on and there's a missionary called late We're going to get in the present here. Okay, and we have operations christmas child You're going to hear about that So I want to just do a little quick uh, high five fist bump late if you're watching Hey, we love you. So here we go. So why does it say ukraine and romania? He started off and he still is a missionary with international messengers He's gone out. He's still out on the mission field Originally, he was assigned to ukraine and things happened things happened not in his control uh and they have been uh he's been relocated for a handful of for for some time until he can get back to Romania and if I've messed that up uh Shaba family please give me okay so far so good good I wanted to make sure uh but here's the thing here's the thing pray anybody that's on the mission field look to somebody and say you're on the mission field too but unlike here where you can swing by at any time to a local church people who are in the international or overseas field it's not as convenient sometimes it's not as uh, a church on every corner so make sure and lift up uh Layton. make sure and pray for him right pray. he's in a he's in transition but god's got a plan right god's got a plan who knew you're going to get locked in your in your room there so we want to keep on the mission field now let's talk about another present ministry you've heard a lot about, and this is Jean Ingram with Operations Christmas Child. Now Jean actually is a part of this church, but Operation Christmas Child is a lot larger than Community Church. But Jean has a special role and excitement and motivation. Hi, Jean. Pastor Bill. Good to see you. Hey, I saw there was an animal out front. What was that all about?
2: Alpaca shoebox. How about you?
0: It's an alpaca. And Al's your husband, so I, I somehow thought the two should be together. You know, Al, Paca, never mind, never mind. Thank anyway. you for
2: the poplins bringing it yeah.
0: in. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. He's back there in the back behind all those boxes. Awesome setup back there. Um, so t- just remind, some of us are new, how long has uh, Community Church been involved in Operation Christmas Child?
2: This is our fifth year, so thank you, Jesus, for that. It's been a wonderful journey, and I thought while ago when Pastor Bill talked about the things we do to bring children up to know about missions to be sent out, that's my life story. That's right. Uh, In a very small church in Alabama, my family loved missions. We had missionaries in our home when they would visit our church. I was a summer missionary in college. I really wanted to go international, and my dad said no, but God said that's all right. We're still going to let you be right here in the states doing it. So. God hold my heart uh, through Baptist Student Union there at Auburn University, where I attended college, and then on into children's pastoring, which is why I love children and love those shoeboxes, because that's where they go. And so we moved to Oklahoma six years ago. God said, I'm not done with your mission, heart. And I attended a Connect conference in Wichita, Kansas, and saw my first time of Operation Christmas Child in the big vision of what it really is all about. And um, I cried a lot. That weekend, or that two or three days, because God said, You need to take this back to Guthrie, where you live, and let us all be missionaries right here, the Great Commission Christians, to send these shoeboxes to these children. It's so much more than just the shoebox. And the older I get, the more I love it. And yesterday I heard a pastor talk about that. And I've been saying it wrong to all of you guys about she- packing shoeboxes. It's not how many will you take is for you to say, God, how many do you want me to pack?
0: That's right.
2: And that's when God starts his journey with you inside because Operation Christmas Child is about in-reach within our church family as well as outreach to the world, to be to the ends of the earth. is kind of the theme this year. Um, As I was thinking about the three missions of Operation Christmas Child, it just sums up what we should be as born believers. Um, Evangelism. When the children receive those shoe boxes, the first thing they get is a little book called The Greatest Gift. And they go through that book and the plan of salvation with those children before they ever even open the boxes. So that's evangelism. And then once they have those beautiful boxes, they're invited back to a discipleship program called The Greatest Journey for 12 weeks. Uh, in the past um, 28 years of Operation Christmas Child, over 188 million shoeboxes have gone out to over 170 countries. Amen. Yes. Amen, Which is the next part of OCC, which is multiplication. God's mouth is not like our mouth. Kathy Trout says that a lot in our church. And that's so true because when we receive Christ and we become devoted followers of Christ, we're not supposed to just bring it inside and keep it. We're supposed to go out. And that's multiplying. In God's eyes, all those people that need to actually hear eternal life. So OCC represents us, the, the big picture of, of what Christ is all about.
0: Amen. Now you started off just kind of helping, and then you you kind of coordinated. This is now a drop-off site. Kind of what's going on now in your role in Operation Christmas Child?
2: Well, that's interesting because I got to see some of the regional directors yesterday, and um, I have a friend that always says, "Gene, uh, you just look like a leader. And I said, no, that's not me. That's just my passion for Operation Christmas Child, because um, children all over the world, um, there's just millions of them, millions, living in terrible situations, uh, born in places that, that, uh, places we can't even imagine, and um, when he said that, I thought, no, it's not, it's not that I have a leadership ability, even though God does equip me with some spiritual gifts, it's my passion to see as many children knowing Christ because what happens is then they share with their friends and their moms and dads, uh, and it continues to go. So I became a drop-off leader here in our church, which is what this is called, drop-off location, a project leader is the official name for what I do here. But then um, they called me one day and said, "Would you come and talk to us? We need a prayer coordinator. This was two years ago. I was like, okay, I'll come and talk to you. So... Um, I've always loved to pray. Um, I don't know, that's just a gift God's given me because I know that prayer is our greatest way that we can fight the battles in life. And Scripture's our battle words. And so when God called me to be the prayer coordinator, then it opened my eyes to a bigger thing because they started sending me all these wonderful prayer network partners around the world that I got to know through emails and send things to them, them sending things to me. And then I saw the big scope Every month of where those boxes were going and people's testimonies, just millions of them. If you ever want to watch a lot of videos, like we said yesterday, get you some popcorn and something to eat, and you can watch it for hours of people's testimonies the Samaritan Purse and Kleenex for sure. Um, Yes. um, To see the big scope of how many children every day are being saved through Operation Christmas Child. Um, So prayer is the most important thing you're going to put in those shoeboxes. I have to say that. After you pack them, put your picture in there and your family letter to them, prayer is the greatest thing. And National Collection Week, when the children are bringing them in and they're praying over their shoeboxes, That's the most incredible thing to see over here at our packing party here at the church. For the children to pray over their own shoeboxes, it's an amazing thing. So I was prayer coordinator for two years, and then this year they said, would you move into, well, actually they didn't ask me. I felt moving into um, church relations. So what I do now is not only get our church to pack, but I have a a church relation team that's in Edmond, Guthrie, part of Oklahoma City, and we're reaching out to probably over 150 churches right now. Uh, And so our prayer, (laughs) our prayer is that we, of course, we thank the ones who are packing. Please keep doing it for the pandemic year. That was pretty hard for a lot of people. And then we're always looking for those new ones. And so um, that's what we try to do then is, is pray through those churches and get more people because the church I do know without the churches, OCC could not survive. And here's why. It's all about the gospel. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And
2: we go out into community places. Yeah, we go out into the merchants at Guthrie, and we go to the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and we have to have all those community organizations too involved. But it's the church that really, really uh, partners with OCC to bring those Shabbats in. And uh, the greatest part, I think, to have churches do in it is it can be for Everybody. It can be for families. Uh, one little girl came up to me today before I got up here. And she said, I said, how many shoe boxes would you like to get? And she says, one, just for me. And she says, my brother doesn't want to pack one. I said, we'll pray for him. But what that touched me was that she came up by herself to get her shoe box. She didn't come up with her parents. She came up by herself. And that's a mission heart right there that she wanted to come do that by herself, so that was just a testimony for parents sitting in here.
0: Well, I know we all are interested how to get involved, and I know for me, uh, I have now for I don't know how many years, because um, I'm not the greatest shopper for the little stuff, and so they have a way to online. Uh, I have four grandkids currently, and so I buy a shoebox for each grandkid, and uh, in their name or on their behalf, Larry and I uh, it actually says click. Uh, let them pack it and so so literally though we help fund and it's uh, those particular shoe boxes if I'm understanding right uh, some go to uh, countries that allow for the booklet and the Christian type material we put in others go into uh, countries that don't allow that and a lot of the online ones actually go to those countries that will not so praying uh, is, is another great way but doing it through that is there other some other things that you would I see there's boxes what's that back there
2: Okay, so here's the ways you can get involved. Um, Come get your shoeboxes today. Um, We will start collecting um, November 15th through 22nd. That's what we call National Collection Week here at our church. And we need volunteers to help us that week. So if you'd like to come and help, it's an incredible week experience. We can tell you more about how to do that back there as well as we go to Dallas to the processing center, which is where these boxes will go to a central drop-off and then on to Dallas, Texas. There's eight of those around the United States. And uh, that is more than an incredible experience that you get to see a million boxes. Uh, one year, God allowed me to pack the millionth box Ooh. while I was there. Uh, so that was, uh, <laughs> it's nothing about me. It was totally shocked. <laughs> I was just there at the right time and God said, you get to pack the million box." Um, So if you'd like to go to the Processing Center in Dallas with us, uh, there's a sheet back there as well to sign up, and I can tell you more about that later. But Build-A-Box Online is a great way to do it, and actually it was used last year so much because of the pandemic that it helped us reach our goal.
0: Good. One last question. Will Al pack a box? I'm sorry, I just had to. (laughs) Al
2: probably gets tired of hearing about packing boxes because you should see my house right now. I bet
0: so, yeah. (laughs) For the packing party,
2: he's a great supporter. You
0: all are a great team. Thank you so much. Let's give a thank you. All right. God is not done with any of us, right? And we have, best we can, have some things ahead that um, he's going to still continue to breathe across and there's things we don't even have on paper because it hasn't come to our mind yet but he has it on their mind a couple of things that are coming up in the future we have a student missions trip uh, on fall break where they're taking a number of students I think there's I don't know how many 20 30 I don't know somewhere in there Uh, they're going to go south of the red river so pray no i'm just uh but it'll be a great trip we have some uh, a mission trip to brazil planned in in next year we have a mexico a trip into a different part of mexico in uh, 2022 and there's going to be many many more uh the one to mexico this year uh tommy and laurie are unable to be here today but i wanted to just say uh be praying Um, there will be some border type crossing over not a not a fly down to southern mexico but probably cross over from the United States into a, uh, a town where we'll work in an orphanage and stuff so there'll be more on that coming but I also have had the opportunity uh to have a family we have an opportunity too they're in our church that Bruno and Anna Politano, if they'd like to come up and you can bring your probably not you're not going to say any of your family they're like no pastor Bill don't make me uh but we want to have them come up because they actually were born and raised in brazil became uh come right on up here and uh became u.s citizens they're amazing people they happen to also live not that far from where i live okay just a little more from from the camera angles okay we have to do the whole online thing you know uh and and what we what you probably didn't know is they had gone down in 2019 to prepare for 2020 we we were planning to take a missions trip to brazil in 2020 and there's a video it's a beautiful video talks about next year in 2020 and they're down in brazil filming this they'd gone out and searched some stuff out had the love god love others t-shirt i hope you weren't planning to say all these words but anyway i'm taking the material but so when we had covid happen it kind of in fact you all were down there And kind of almost almost got a permanent mission trip there for a while but but uh so it's now back to we're excited 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 and uh so what what tell us those because i'm sure there's anxious to sign up uh about the place in brazil we're planning to go what are some of their needs what are you all seeing the lord say or some this trip will be about
3: thank you pastor bill um, so the area that we have visited and that we are praying about, it's on the northeast coast, on the Atlantic coast of Brazil, and it's actually an island. Uh, it's, Bruno and I were born and raised in a city called Salvador, uh, right on the ocean, and this island may be about an hour, an hour and a half by boat from that coast. Uh, when you get to the island... There are no cars. No cars are allowed in the island. So you only motorcycle, bicycles, or walking. A very remote area. Uh, so Brazil is a developing country. It's a big diversity. There's a lot of diversity in Brazil, it's, but the country is very big. Uh, it's actually known as the giant of South America. Uh, so a lot of diverse regions. But where we are going, um, there, there is a lot of poverty. Uh, people live in very humble means. They don't have a lot of economic opportunities. Uh, so the island is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, the people are beautiful. But the people who live there, uh, in many ways, they feel stuck. Uh, and when, when the Lord sends us on this mission trip, we have a church that we're going to partner with. Uh, this church, uh, we have, um, our family has been connected with them for many years. But what they have been telling us is that the people of the island, a lot of them are fighting, uh, struggling with depression, with anxiety. And that church now is a beacon of hope. Much like community church is a beacon of hope in Guthrie, Oklahoma, that church is a beacon of hope on the island. Uh, There are a lot of needs, uh, a lot of needs to really uh, proclaim the the gospel of Jesus Christ and to show to them that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen.
0: Yes, that's good stuff. Right. So if, if, if we take a group down there, what would you think? At the, you mentioned the church. What would that a typical few days down there, what would we be doing? What would be our kind of our job? Yeah.
4: Good morning, church. Good morning. Um, so there are lots of things we can do in Brazil. Some of the things that we've done in the past is medical team. So we take a group of medical people. Anna's parents are actually physicians in Brazil, so they help us a bunch in that sense of medical team. I'm also a healthcare professional, so I help them out. And as many people as we can take with us, let's do it. Let's do medical work. Uh, dental. Uh, we've done dental work. We've done as as far as um, children's crusade, a puppet team, barbershop, something so simple as taking some just haircuts. Uh, we had that idea. And before long, I mean, there was a line of people just trying to have haircuts, and that's the, the chance that we have to talk about the Lord. I mean, there's a lot of simplicity, and even the little things that we sometimes take as granted here in the U.S. can make such a huge impact in, in the nation of Brazil, especially in an island. And I kind of want to make a comment, it's kind of funny, but we're going to do mission work in an island. Come on, who does not want to go to an island, Right. <laughs> It's fantastic. We'll, we'll, we'll work a lot. We're going to be busy. But I promise you, we're gonna have, you're going to have lots of fun in the island. So,
0: Yay. Do you have to have—you have, told me I need to work on my—I uh, need to work on my English, much less. But, but uh, do, 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 can we go and not have a, a mastery of language?
3: Yes. So the native language in Brazil is Portuguese. Nico, no. you can give up. <laughs> uh, so Portuguese is very similar to Spanish. So anybody who knows any Spanish, you will have an advantage for sí. sure. But you don't have to know. You don't have to know the language in order to go. Uh, this would be the fourth mission trip that Bruno and I have been honored to be a part of. Uh, One of the things that we're able to do, we have interpreters. Bruno and I are interpreters and then we have other interpreters. The local people, they are not going to speak any English, but there will be enough interpreters uh, there to help. So nobody who goes will feel disconnected at any point. Um, We do, one thing that we we have done in the past, about a year before the mission trip, which is going to come up here very soon, for those who are interested and those who would like, we actually give some basic Portuguese lessons. Uh, I'll, I'm the teacher, I like to be the teacher for that. Uh, Bruno is my assistant teacher. <laughs> but we enjoy doing that very much. And on uh, th- the past mission trips, those who have gone, they have enjoyed just exploring new vocabulary words and connecting with the people. Um, and then on the travel side, of course, uh, uh, US passport, would be required for that. And also a Brazilian visa, those who would go, they would have to apply for a Brazilian visa in order to enter the country.
0: So if we can't go, let's say, man, we're all for you, we're excited, I'm just not able to go this uh, next year. What could people be doing between now and that trip?
4: So the main answer is prayer, Pastor. As we know, prayer will break walls. I I really believe that um, without prayer, we can't do this, number one. With prayer, we, I really believe that God will put angels around us. He will prepare the way. He will break the walls. He will, will bring that island together. I would like to see that island totally on their knees, you know, praising the Lord. That's, that's the main goal. So prayer is the number one thing. Number two, there's a lot of social media that we can do together. Um, for example, for the dental, the, the dentistry uh, team that we had when we went to Brazil once um, in 2012, we had a lot of social media that helped uh, bring us like a lot of toothbrushes, toothpaste, and materials. So things that they, we can collect and do a lot of social media to collect those things that are needed to do ministry. And number three, obviously, um, just being able to help financially, it's, it's always a help. That's awesome. That
0: is awesome. Church, are you ready to, to lift them in prayer and maybe consider going? all right so let's say thank you for sharing more to come right more to come all right
3: Uh, i just i just want to say deus te abençoe god bless you
0: (laughs) you need to go with us another interpreter right here love it love it love it love it love it love it so good information correct and it's really good that there's a couple of people that god's called to do this right However, I started off by saying everybody's a missionary. This doesn't say, and Jesus came to a couple of them and said, "If you don't mind," well, he said, "Authority in heaven," and I don't know. he did not say just, that's just parceled out. He goes, "says Go therefore and make disciples. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations." Is the United States of America a nation? Yes. Is Guthrie, America, in that nation, yes. or Edmond, or Oklahoma, RK? Sure. Uh, in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit not by your name not by community church's name but by the triune god that's a name above all and overall amen amen and i wanted to uh, close with this this little bit of scripture so i don't want to leave out the first part of that and that is and jesus came and said to them to community church all authority say all authority with me in heaven and on earth has been given to me who's me point to me point to me you're like what are you past gonna do pastor bill i'll let you know all right and it's been given to you not just so you'll have a, a good monday morning he hopes some of that happens too but he gave it to you to go wherever you are is your mission field wherever you live work and play is your mission field And you're going in the name of the Father and the Son. So get ready for work on Monday morning. You should get up and say, Lord, thank you for giving me breath and life. Thank you for giving me the ministry platform of whatever your company is or wherever you go. And I'm going not in the knowledge and the energy and effort and attitude of Bill Williams. I'm going in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And all authority of heaven has been given to me. And Lord, let let me not miss you right i mean i'm trying to apply this down to today not people that go out individually and it goes on to say we're to teach them to deserve all that i've commanded you and behold i am with you always to the ends of the age so pastor how do you do this i'm just a school teacher i'm just a stay-at-home parent i'm this i'm how do you do this you do the swimming pool method y'all have one of the anybody need one of these no so 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 let me let me just say this real quick all right we talk about coming into the presence of god we sing about it when we say yes to jesus the holy spirit comes so the, the the triune god dispatches or deploys and enters into our life one part of the triune god the holy spirit who's still here on earth and we enter in to his presence now some of us are like this. If you're like me, until I figured out I needed to get all of me in, right? But no, he, and he. How much of he does he save? All of us, and he doesn't just save you for the moment; he saves you for the present and the future. Amen. And what did what did he give us? All power and authority is given to you. But I can, if this were a covering or an anointing, then here I stand in his presence with his covering and his abilities right but sometimes I get out here playing around not anybody else does this I just get out out from under the I kind of get off the the side roads and I'm still his but imagine this imagine if every morning this has been water in it yay thank you Tyler (laughs) green stuff but you get up in the morning There's a lot on our minds there's coffee to make there's kids to get ready there's to dress there's traffic there's what's going to happen there's bills to pay but what if i took a moment and just got in the presence of god and saw me like jesus saw me and he sees me as his son or daughter and i get down on my knees and i pray and i pray not just for what i need for the day but i i give him i worship him and i get in his presence and i begin to just get caught up in all of him would that make your monday better absolutely we sometimes bypass the blue tub you know the swimming pool method but if i know any of you who have ever been in a swimming pool if you get all the way in you some of you are like well i'll get my toes in and guess what that's all that's wet but if you're like me sometimes i cannonball uh, i'm not a fish so it's definitely a, a rock type swimming no but i mean we get totally wet we get totally uh, immersed we we come out and we we have fun and 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 that's what the lord wants for the church that's what he wants for you as we move forward and if we take a little bit of time every day yes get in his word but get in in, a, in an attitude of thankfulness get in an attitude of his presence worship him even if it's not singing just in your mind lord i don't care what's in front of me today you begin to push down all the tyranny of the urgent and the worries of the of the covids or this or that or who's do the... don't go to the, your your smartphone first can i say that most of us that go there first get all started the whole tension thing starts right so you say you know what you're worthy of more than social media you're worthy than even now some of you can't see jesus without a cup of coffee i know that so get what you need but but get in his presence okay i can i i i bet if we asked any missionary that's overseas how do you make it they'd say i get centered in the lord i get make sure that i'm i'm first starting it starts and ends with him amen now there's a picture on the screen so you have your time, whether it's out on the back porch or in, 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 in your chair or however you do it, and, and it, once you step out, you say, Pastor, we are saying? You haven't talked about seminary training and gospel preparation and, you know, EE and all. No, no. Presence of the Lord. Presence of the Lord. Presence of the Lord because what he's doing in you is as great a work as anything he can do around the world if you allow him to transform you day by day truth by truth in you right get letting go of the things that are not of him and receiving all of his right now it's time to get up and go to work or go to school or go whatever take the kids to the you need jesus before the drop-off line i've seen it's pretty scary don't ever cut any mama off with a bandload of kids take your life in your own hands but you're in the presence of God and here's your preparation and here's, here's how you will go and God will use you as you go, okay, now it's time to go and, and imagine I'm now just soaking wet with the presence of God. If you want to use water as the, See the little footprints? I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go deal with my spouse or the children. And, and there's a presence that came because you took time to make him first in your day and he does the work not only in you but if you'll go out and not miss the encounters that the right under your nose people right or somebody that you run into the presence of God will do the work it says that he will draw all men unto himself if you're allowing the presence of God to be so saturating over you they'll run into him. Amen? Amen. All right, let's stand. So we're going to close on this. Mission Sunday. You're on mission. Whether you do know it or not, you are on mission. And you who know Christ as your savior have been anointed and appointed for such a time as this let's pray father thank you we pray um, for Tyler and those who have been ill father we give you thanks for being the healer of our bodies the healer of our hearts the healer even of our minds Lord and God we love uh, all missionaries those that are resident here in this area of where we live or those that go across the sea And we ask you to bless each person who will take time to carry first you into their lives and into their quiet moments each day, but also as they carry you into all the places they go. May your kingdom come and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Yay. Stop by the boxes over there. Grab one or a hundred. They'll, they'll love you. Come get to see Nicole, and uh, we'll go out and be the church. God bless.